When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it's Hump Day. We're getting over the hump together. How are you feeling? I'm good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. You know who might not be feeling his best? Who? A gentleman by the name of Carl Lentz. Oh, yeah. Or maybe he is. Here's the headline for you, you guys. Exhill song pastor Carl Lentz enters treatment for depression, anxiety, and pastoral burnout. Now that's a people exclusive, which means what? It means the calls coming from inside the house, a.k.a. Casa de Lentz. Yeah. Um, so this is coming from him and his people. Two things. Number one, I have a caveat for you. Uh, it's a good thing, sure, anytime somebody seeks treatment for, quote, depression, anxiety, and I don't know about pastoral burnout, but I assume that's a thing you could tell us all about um, in the podcast, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I want to honor that in a normal human life, that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. However, number two, pun and intended. We are- emphasizing the number two pun intended uh this is a celebrity life we're talking about so it is it would be malpractice if we did not comment on the celebrity implications of a person announcing through people magazine that they were entering treatment for depression anxiety and pastoral burnout for those uninitiated in the world of pop culture that is a move oh big time that celebrities um execute when well i'll just colleen give me the like when does a celebrity enter treatment for depression anxiety and whatever else literally is uh the figurative turning of the page meaning you would enter rehab if you were literally trying to rehab your image exactly where he's going he's trying to rehab his image as a celeb and Again, lest you think we're being too cynical, just know that we've also announced that he has new management because mm-hmm. he's a celebrity yep. representation. So this is just a cookie cutter, par for the course, totally expected move for somebody who has cheated, somebody who has an obvious addiction. And it is not to say that, again, this is not real. He's not actually being treated for these things. Those are all good things. But because he's a celebrity, we also need to consider that he is going to communicate through tabloids mm-hmm. um, that 
image rehabilitation in a way that normal people don't do. Right. So, again, the nuance is not that he is going into a treatment facility. It is the publicization. Publicization. It's the publicization. It's the publicization of the fact that he's going into a rehab experience because... It is possible it has been done before. It probably is being done as we speak for a celebrity to enter a rehab experience and never have it splashed on the pages yeah, of People exactly. Magazine. And so, yes, again, the nuance is not that he is going to a rehab experience, but rather the fact that it is coming through the lens, coming to us through the lens of People the lens Magazine. through the lens. I like that. Mm. So just to give you, uh, you know, to sort of put a oh bow gosh, on it. He should have... Nope, he shouldn't. But if you were going to have a podcast or something, it should be called Through the Lens. Through the Lens. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, but I <laughs> wanted us. to just... Call I, us. We'll help you. <laughs> I wanted to put a, a, a bow on the story and just finish the deal. So, you know, if you're going to use People Magazine as your vehicle, let's find out what you're having them say. Quote, this is from a source of Lens. Quote, he wants to be better for his family and is dedicated to doing the work. His family is supporting him and hopes their privacy will be respected on this journey. He has no ill will towards the church and recognizes that they needed to take some course of action to address his missteps. Now, that's a telling statement, right? Um, what I find interesting is that rehab, and I look forward to the podcast someone will do on this series, mm -hmm. the use of rehab to actually rehab celebrity image not celebrity right. him or herself because it's just like let's consider again what we're saying or what they're saying they're saying that he is being treated for depression anxiety and pastoral burnout that is not a typical thing and also just to give you the specifics it's an outpatient treatment program mm -hmm. so he's seeking mental health help it's counseling it's counseling yeah it's not rehab Right. It's not a like it's a facility insofar as like when you go to the doctor because you fell out of a tree and you needed to get stitches, which happened to me when I was young. And I'm so sorry. I'd like to not dwell on that. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I also entered a facility. For rehab. Yes. And but they not treated really. You That's and you not left. what that was. Right. But yeah, you could say that. So sure. He can say these words. Because and and so and my point is, publicists say these words because they know that that's a thing the public is expecting. Like, show us some contrition. Show right. us that you will fall on the sword of your own um, failings in order to um, you know redeem yourself in the eyes of the public. But I will also say, like, there is there the. A story like this runs the risk of also painting a picture of Carl Lentz as being a victim. Oh, right. That's the intention. Yeah, because then that's not him. He's he's actually not exercising contrition. He's uh, dealing with uh, the byproducts of the things he's been put through. Yeah. Also, I don't think it's the anxiety and depression. That caused you to cheat on your wife. Well, okay. Can we just, can I, I really do. Cause I'm, if I don't say it, I'm going to get, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. Thank you. Kind, so go yes. ahead. Um, this, the idea of pastoral burnout. I want to sit with that for one second because that is a real thing. And I'm here to tell you right now, people of faith who are engaged in faith communities, your actual pastors are experiencing this 
right now as we speak, because pastoring right now in a pandemic it is has called on all of their reserves. Um, I just want to add to that. The majority of your pastors are not um, showing their burnout by going to yacht parties and um you know, uh, having sex with strangers who they meet in a park. That's typically not what pastoral burnout looks like. And so that's part of where I like, you know, want to like nitpick a little bit the story we're being told about what's going on with Carl Lentz. Also, and I'm grateful for your perspective, but I would also say, Everyone is going through burnout in 2020. 3,012%. No question. For I'm just saying that, like, sure. we, and to just, what I'm trying to do is broaden your point that, mm-hmm. that to say no one has the luxury that I know. Do you know how many times I wish in the last year I could enter a facility and focus oh on my the things in my life right? that I cannot seem to manage control over? Um, you know, I'm actually maybe uh, making that more than it needs to be. That sounded kind of dire. But I'm just saying that I have found myself going, I don't know what to do about this part right. of my life right now. And I think we all have. But we don't all have the luxury of just saying, well, I'm going to address these things. Now, you could say, well, he does. So let him do that. I don't think is my point. That's actually what right. he's doing. Right. I think he is actually more concerned about the future of his public-facing career, mm-hmm. which that's a choice. And that's not a judgment I'm saying is a bad choice. Or I'm not saying that as a judgment, mm-hmm. he is entitled to pursue whatever he wants. So I, I, I'm I, just saying I get what's going on here. Right. And we should not fool ourselves to think that this is anything other than, um, most importantly, as reported through People Magazine, because again, we're not talking about the real issue. We're talking about the story of this being communicated to the public via People Magazine in an exclusive. How many pastors in your network, Colleen, Yeah, regularly uh, inform people of their pastoral burnout? Yeah, to take it one step further, how many... Um pastors have uh, switched representation recently they don't often have no. representation no their representation so, is jesus so it's interesting to just like <laughs> it's interesting to sort of absorb this story as it's happening in front of us mm-hmm. um and see like the things that they don't want us to see which is what we're pointing out right now my big like the thing i dwell on when it comes to carl lentz is what is his pivot going to be right so he's now not a part of the hillsong church no doubt whomever this new representation is for him is part of what he's doing right now in this rehabilitation process is trying to figure out what his next act is right what is his Oh, I guarantee you. I I mean, like, I can smell this so far away. And do you know why? Well, because no, but I want to know what you're smelling. <laughs> it's f- faintly it like manure-like. <laughs> <laughs> because I have seen, with my own eyes, as have you and the entire world, this entire story before. And it, you know, go to any televangelist mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. scandal mm-hmm. of the last 20 years you know, any snake oil sales person 
scandal of the last 20 years. And it's not to say that all of those people are snake oil salesmen, but look at the ones who've blown up in this way, whether it was an adultery, like an affair, a financial mis- mm-hmm. uh, chicanery. There is a playbook, and he is just going by that playbook, whether it's Jim Baker. I mean, he's going to... Carl Lentz will do the cool... The 2020 version of the, hawking. The 2020 version mm-hmm. of selling buckets of dehydrated food mm-hmm. for the apocalypse mm-hmm. with his face on it. Yeah. Whatever that is for... Because all he is, all Carl Lentz... And you don't have to take my word for it. There's a wonderful piece in the New York Times that lays all of this out in terms of the history of Hillsong, all he's doing and all they're doing is a very similar routine, just with a modern twist and a sort of like feel-good, new-agey vibe and Mm -hmm. spin. Mm -hmm. I do just really quickly want to add, wherever he's going next, he will have the support of some very wealthy and well-connected people because... um, Page Six has reported that Tyler Perry helped fund the uh, the 5,000-square-foot, five-bedroom Manhattan Beach home valued at $4 million, where Lentz's family moved after the scandal broke. Tyler yes. Perry dropped nearly $100,000 into his pocket to help him pay for that. Oh, must so be nice. We mm-hmm. clearly know he also has connections to Oprah. We know that he is a well-connected individual. Yeah. And wealthy. Mm-hmm. Be on high alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to bring you all the dirt. Actually, I'm not bringing you anything. Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The amazing Holly Roberts has brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, Here is some dirt to talk about in the world of television reboots. We can file this in something that I don't think really anyone was asking for, but we're probably going to get it anyways. A True Blood reboot is in the early development stages at HBO. What? You know, the sexy vampire show? Yeah. I haven't even watched that yet, much less the new one. Well, it debuted on HBO in 2008, ran for seven seasons until 2014, and uh, according to HBO and Variety.com, they're looking to reboot the show. Like reboot in a whole new world, or just like continue? Because, I mean, seven years ain't that long. Or wait. Yeah. No, it was on for seven years. Was it seven years ago? What what did you say? Yes. You are correct. (laughs) Math is hard. You are correct. In both realms, Bradley, it was on for seven seasons, and let's just time travel to 2021, and then it had been off the air for seven years if we are in 2021. So you are right. Good job, Bradley. Math is not hard for Brad. It's not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. 
Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Uh, so, you know, it's not really clear right now whether or not this is going to be a reimagining of the story with new actors or this is going to be within the same storytelling universe as True Blood. But I'm going with they just want to redo the whole thing because they're using the term reboot, okay. which is generally yeah. what that means in the world of Hollywood. Yeah. So, yay. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, exciting why not? for True Blood fans. I'm excited for you. I, I understand probably why they want to reboot this show, Sexy Vampires. It's hot right now. I'm telling you, the other day they were replaying Twilight on television, and I got sucked in. That's not sexy. No pun intended. Speak for yourself. Okay, let's just take a sidebar here for a second. Please oh. explain to the group why Twilight is sexy. Because Kristen Stewart <laughs> and... Robert Pattinson are hot for each other, and all the vampires are super attractive. Uh, what? I mean, the whole vampire family is like incredibly hot. All of them in the Twilight series. Yeah. Right. Listen, you, you gave you're an either on board or you're not. And right. apparently, the two of you are not. So, fine. The train's leaving. There goes the train. Bye. Let's go over to Goopland. We're going to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. And she's talking about why she lost interest in acting. Oh. Yeah. I think Dollar bills. Really what happened is in, is acting lost interest in her. Ooh, but, sick burn. Whoops. Go on. All right. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is opening up about her uh, loss of interest in the world of acting. And one of the reasons she said is that there was intense public scrutiny. She said, being a kid who's like living every breakup on every headline. So Gwyneth Paltrow also goes on to say, so if you compound the public scrutiny with uh, a really rough boss for most of her movie career at Miramax. Now, that's Harvey Weinstein. She doesn't just mm-hmm. say Harvey Weinstein's mm-hmm. horrible, horrible to me. And so I didn't really want to do work in the business anymore, but that's essentially what she's saying. So can I, I mean, I I get the like Harvey, well, actually, no, I'm going to poke at all of that because on the one hand, she's still scrutinized by the media on a regular basis and will be because she understands the power of media and she needs uh, the power of that media to sustain her very public um, personality driven business. Right. Yeah. Um, also working for Harvey. Well, you don't, and nobody does anymore. And this would actually be a really good time for a woman like you to maybe work in Hollywood because maybe you could actually contribute. So I'm not saying she should, I'm just saying I don't buy those two excuses. I would imagine that it's something else that she's not willing to be actually honest about, which totally does not surprise me about Gwyneth Paltrow based on Goop. I also think that some of this might be like a passive response to the fact that she did not speak up about Harvey Weinstein during the actual Harvey Weinstein days. Oh, sure. Like when it was happening Mm -hmm. in real time where she was open about it to the New York Times in 2017. Mm -hmm. Once the momentum of the conversation started publicly. Right. But but I almost think that this is sort of a means of like pacifying people so that at some point down the road, should she try to lodge a comeback or something like that? If if that piece is scrutinized, she can point to this conversation. I also just think she clearly doesn't have what it takes to be at that level of acting not because I think that, but 
evidenced by the fact that she seems to prefer to work on her business more than she wants to commit to acting. And that's a totally valid thing. But you don't need some mythology around it. I mean, she probably thinks she does because she's an actor. Mm -hmm. But... But I'm just saying that the mythology she's trying to create just rings hollow. Yeah, right. I mean, it is. It's absolutely okay to say I have a business now and I prefer to put my energy toward that, period, moving on. Well, and her business, Goop.com, has mythology all of its own. Oh, well, you know, it I, is and a mythology. lot of that mythology actually is harmful. Yeah, she wants you to put it in your by the way, hoo-ha. Oh. By the way, I would like to give listeners a heads up for two reasons. One... Our next episode, not the current one, which just dropped today, of our podcast, Go Deep in the Shallow, which is all about whoosh. What's a whoosh? Whoosh is a Rebel Wilson. No, this is the current one today is goop. Yeah, honey. Mm -hmm. Today we dropped a new episode all about the lies that goop tells you. I oh think my God. I think Bradley's broken. Oh, because see, that's what I was trying to I toss get confused. it to you to do the tease, and then I we get would confused. Stick the oh, I know why I was confused because of the promo issue. Mm-hmm. I'm confused timing. You guys behind the scenes, everything's like two weeks behind. So yes, Goop is. It's all about Goop this week. Mm-hmm. Download the damn episode. Just do stick it. The Tell landing. them how to do it. Thank you. You can uh, get that wherever podcasts are given, and then just rate us. <laughs> Like us, subscribe, tell everybody, just do that stuff. Hey, Holly, thanks for that dirt Thank alert. Thank you, Holly. Uh-huh. We need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize. Hey, guys. Uh, we like to play a little game at 1230 every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this uh, game is uh, called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Who's on the phone today, Holly? It's Matthew. We've got Matthew on the line. And what is Matthew playing for? Matthew's playing for this. He is playing for viewing code for an at-home virtual screening of the film Promising Young Woman on Mm. Wednesday, December 23rd at 7 p.m. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to go? Yes. Okie dokie. Here we go. Which celebrity had the hit song Jenny from the Block? J-Lo. Nicolas Cage won his Oscar for his performance in what movie? Leaving Las Vegas. Who played the title role in the 1978 movie Superman? Oh, God. Um, Christopher Reeve. Erica Jane is a cast member of The Real Housewives of what city? Beverly Hills. Liza Minnelli is the daughter of what entertainment legend? Judy Garland. Yes! Yes! Congratulations, Corn. Matthew. Congratulations, yeah. sir. All right. Yes. All set, ready to go. And there you go, Matthew. Thank you for playing Thank today. You. And congratulations. All right. Now that Matthew won that, we Thank can move you. on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Here you go, They're so hot. They're so fresh. Yeah, you're going to want to have your of gloves on for this one. Here we go. 
This reality family is the worst when it comes to having a tell. They are horrible bluffers. If they had stayed quiet about their annual Christmas party, which they are still having, by the way, rather than broadcasting that they were not having one, so now everyone will be looking to call them out, so they would have been fine. These constant cell phones are ridiculous. Not cell phones. Not cell phones. Self cell phones. Correct. Oh. <laughs> it just that's what I thought you said. I, I know, was like, me too. What? Um, that would be the Kardashians. Yeah. They talk too much. You know, it's like kids. Kids like that's how you know that they're telling you a big fat lie because they use too many words and they just keep going and you're like, You're lying right now. I can tell you're lying because you're talking too much. Sorry, sure. was I talking too much? What are you lying about? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me fill in the blank for you. Thank you. So the Kardashians are the worst when it comes to having to tell. They are horrible bluffers. If the Kardashians had stayed quiet about their annual Christmas Eve party, which they're still having, by the way, rather than broadcasting that they were not having one. So now everyone's going to be looking to call them out. The Kardashians would have been fine. These constant self owns are ridiculous. <laughs> mm. Mm. It is ridiculous. Yeah. They're just ridiculous. And they're yeah. going to continue to be that way and we'll continue to point that out and poke fun at them and they deserve it and they're fine because they have millions of dollars. They're fine. And it's fine because the poking fun of them is all part of the cycle. It of is. Life. It, yeah, it is. It, is, it is a cycle of life. The circle, the circle of life. life. Just they're the gazelles. That the tabloids hunt down on the savannah. That's true. Uh-huh. All right. Moving on. Blinded by the All right. Now, this is a confirmed blind item. We know uh, what this blind item is about. Here we go. As NT Lawyer told you a short time after it was established, this fund with tons of cash was never going to be used for victims. It was all guilt trip money, and as NT Lawyer said, just used for fun or for salaries. It was all a joke. They could have done good with it, but they would rather say uh, no to helping victims and yes to a spa day for the office. That is the Time's Up thing. And I read an article about this that salaries were like crazy and like the amount that they spend on travel and shishi accommodations was through the roof. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, that's exactly what we are talking about. So let me fill in the blank. So NT Lawyer said a short time after it was established, the Time's Up fund with lots of cash was never going to be used for victims. It was all guilt trip money. And as NT Lawyer said, it was just used for fun and salaries. It was all a joke. Time's Up could have done good with it, but they would rather say no to helping victims and yes to a spa day for the office. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that story. I'm trying to see Time's Up. Let's see if, because I can't Where'd remember. you read that? Well, this was I in know. the New York Post. Mm. So the New York Post said that, uh, that the organization raised $3.6 million in 2018, but spent $1.4 million on salaries and only $312,000 on the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund for people who have experienced sexual harassment. Okay. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Then they spent about $157,000 on conferences, quote, designed to build community and spark critical conversations about gender equality. These are all numbers according to tax filings. They also co-sponsored a retreat at the Ojai Valley Inn. 
And the retreat was uh, basically what they're saying. It was uh, dominated by agents from CAA, which is the big Hollywood power agency. So kind of like insular. Yeah, insular. And then they were trying to figure out their messaging, but they couldn't agree on anything. Okay. So, you know, Mm. there it is. Poop. That's 2020, y'all. Yeah, there's some of the poop that we're going to feature in today's program. Thank you. So should we have more? Yes. Uh, This back-in-the-day A-list child tween teen actress, who all of you know, has a huge ambush planned for her ex when they face off in court. Ooh. Back-in-the-day A-list child teen tween actress. Yes. We all know her. Yes. All of us. Yes. Nobody doesn't know her. Not personally. Okay. But in the world of celebrity, yes. We know this person. Um, who's like? Do we know that they're already divorced? We know that they are in the process of splitting up. Um, oh my gosh, why did they div- uh, or did they uh, go their separate ways during uh, the pandemic? Yes. Mm. Um. A-list, this cannot be hard, A-list child tween teen 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 actress. They no longer act, but they are still creative. Okay. Oh. It's not Drew Barrymore. No. Oh. She is long divorced. Okay, when you say they're still creative, do you mean like do they produce or direct or... No, they're creative, but not in the world of of entertainment. Hollywood. Of Hollywood, right. Okay. Nope. Oh, so she really is a tween actress that's now doing something else creative, like stamps or like pillow making. She could be. Scrap booking. She also could be doing that, but we don't know. Tori Spelling. (laughs) No, if Tori Spelling was getting a divorce, we would have a a reality show about it. We'd be partying at Bernie Hanna. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, so Nick, can you can you give yeah. us a decade of when she was the child star? The late eighties, the nineties, into and the today. early two thousands. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Mary Kate Olson. Ah, there it is. There it is. Ooh, I want to know what the ambush is. I know, right? So, Mary-Kate Olsen has a huge ambush planned for her ex, Nicholas Sarkozy, not Nicholas Sarkozy, his half-brother. Oliver. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) When they face off in court. Uh, So, I don't know what this ambush is. I want to know all about Is it like a physical ambush? Like, she's going to be like, boo! And then she's just going to throw a bowl of cigarettes (laughs) at him. She's just like, here! Cigarette butts, because that for girl those... is not wasting oh, any no, cigarettes. No, 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 no. Um, for those of you who don't know, when we refer to the cigarette bowls, whenever we talk about Mary-Kate Olsen, it's because at her wedding, they had bowls of cigarettes placed about in the reception area. Yes, her Classy. wedding <laughs> to Olivier Sarkozy. Nope. Bowls of oh, yeah, cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, not not the former uh, yes, president of France. You. Yeah, Half-brother. That's weird. What are they? What is, what is it like to hang out... With those know. people at the holidays. I don't know. I, get, I think that it's possible that um, Mary-Kate Olsen might be an alien or a vampire. 
not sure. What? <laughs> when was the last time you heard her speak? But I mean, do aliens and vampires not speak? I don't know. I haven't met one yet. Maybe I she just, just has assuming... like a, a like public fear, fear of speaking. I don't know. She just looks really like mysterious. But you go zero to alien? <laughs> but you don't? I mean, I guess it's 2020. But to your point, no, I don't know that I've ever actually heard her adult speak. But I imagine it's going to be some variation of like, hey, dude. <laughs> like, what if, what, if you her, gotta her, do. what if her voice never grew up <laughs> and she's just got a sakey hanging out of her mouth? <laughs> you got it, dude. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh. I'm here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of aliens, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show for real aliens, you guys, I mean it this what? time. No. no, there's uh, evidence. Don't... Bradley, open your mind, okay? The aliens, the aliens are coming, whether you like it or not, and uh, we have evidence. I'll tell you about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello. Hey, how's it going over there? Yeah, no, just doing the thing. Alrighty, real good. Uh, Aliens are here. Okay. What? I'm sorry. Are you not enthusiastic about the fact that aliens are among us? <sighs> truth is out there, Bradley. Yeah, and the truth is, there are no aliens out there. How, you don't know this. Nope, I actually do. <sighs> and do you know why? Because where are they? Okay, well, here's what I want you to explain to me. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. What is this item in this leaked photograph oh leaked photograph this should be good where was it leaked from uh the government I... Ooh, shady oh my gosh <laughs> you're so rude okay tell me your, your story and then i'll this i'll, I'll a... reserve my disdain for when you've actually shared the this story this was part thanks thanks this was part of an intelligent re- intelligence report from the unidentified aerial phenomena task force mm. That's an oxymoron of a mouthful of words. Which is part of the Department of Defense's official unit that investigates uh, UAP sightings, which are uh, unidentified aerial phenomena sightings. 
And this is a, a photograph that dates back to 2018. And apparently what had happened was there were these military pilots who encountered this object while they were flying over the Atlantic Ocean on the east coast of the U.S. in 2018. They captured it with their personal cell phone. It seems as though it was the backseat weapon system operator on this particular aircraft that took the photo of the object. It is a, quote, inverted and, quote, bell-shaped object. It has ridges or other protrusions along its lateral edges extending toward its base. Here's the thing that is interesting about this object and why I think aliens are among us. The pilots who encountered the object described that unlike a balloon under similar conditions, this object was completely motionless and seemingly unaffected by ambient air currents. So think about this, like you're up above the earth in the air and you're zooming around in your airplane and you see this object that literally is stationary in the air. Okay, so I have a question. Aliens, what? Mm-hmm. So it's stationary in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now let's get into the cockpit, you and I, and we're going to start flying in the air. Okay. This thing is stationary. And oh, look at this. The guy pulled out his cell phone and took a photo of it from a certain distance okay it was so crazy didn't move i can see how rude you're being no i'm just being i'm i'm just telling you the facts right fine why wouldn't you just bebop over to it up close and see what it was it's not moving you have your cell phone out why wouldn't you just go up to it or i don't know here's another one why wouldn't you just get closer to it so we can see what it is if it's not moving? Okay, so I'm not a pilot. Oh, okay. But okay. I've seen But Top you Gun. are <laughs> somehow capable of believing no, that it's aliens. But as I was saying, I have seen Top Gun and my understanding I'm, I'm really. Let me get some popcorn and sidle up for this I mean, theatrical release. They can't release. just like hover over by it. You know, they'd have to zoom around it. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I don't know. I, you you know, could do a flyby. I'd like to talk to these pilots. Yeah. So if they're so listening, give us a call at six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, sure. I suspect also aliens. why. Here's the the other thing that I love. So UFOs exist in that unidentified flying objects exist. Meaning, things we cannot identify in the sky, that exists. But why is it always that the unidentified thing is, ergo, aliens? Because we can't When there is zich, zicho, zilcho evidence? Like, there's literally zero scientific evidence that it's aliens. But, yet, we persist in this weird thing of it being aliens. What does that even mean, aliens? Uh, like I there's think no we all proof. Know. Little green men. Like I'm not saying that that there's not um, some kind of mold or like I like cave fish on the moon Triton. Like those are all possibilities. Life could exist in our very own solar system beyond planet Earth. I am totally down for that. But you want me to believe that there is sentient life zooming around. 
And it's always from a fuzzy distance. It is never up close. They never just go, hi. They're like, ooh, we're going to give you a little whiff of us. A little taste, but not too much. Okay, here's what I will give you. And always you're just going to be just around the corner. Here's what I will give you, okay, is this. Why Mm -hmm. is it always aliens and not the other thing that it could possibly be ghosts? Ever thought of that? <laughs> okay. When when does Bigfoot show up? When does the Chupacabra Big, show up? I don't up? believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot straddling would, the Loch Ness monster. Woo! I you know, see, here's where I would say if if you wanted me to believe in in fantastical creatures, mm-hmm. I would be way more willing to believe in Bigfoot than I would aliens. Really? Well, because it doesn't take that much to believe in a Bigfoot. What you're saying is a big hairy humanoid. That's totally plausible in that that has actually existed before. We kind of came from all of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we still mm-hmm. vaguely are. But do you think he's just so, running around in the forest? No. Trying to... I mean, I don't believe okay. that. But I'm saying if you wanted me to put money on like uh, Bigfoot aliens or ghosts. Loch Ness Monster, I would go with Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, aliens. And ghosts would be at the very tail end because you could even plausibly say that aliens are possible. Right. Like you could make a right. case. I I just think that it's the probability that it's aliens is very low. Ghosts like that's just that's even on a level that I could less likely believe, because wh- what scientific evidence do you have? I that mean, aliens like paint me uh, the, the picture or any ghosts paint me the picture where ghosts could exist. I don't know. With science, I'm saying. I just like to live in a space of possibility where (laughs) aliens and ghosts are real. Let's see where that's got us in 2020. Okay, (laughs) true. Good point. Make a good point. Here's. Hey, put this mask on. Yeah. No, there's aliens. Because <laughs> aliens are going to poison me with their mask. I hope this is ample fodder for your Facebook group on all of this. <laughs> yes. do, do you have to admit us individually? Or do we have to like answer some questions? When we come back <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show... What do you, literally, what do you get the person who has everything? 651-641-1071. What are you gifting the person who has everything after this? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone.